1: And it is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks to make the race cars go around the racetracks. It is great. And we appreciate you joining us. Steve Post, pit road reporter for MRN, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. We, We had another suspenseful race and shortened by weather, but everybody trying to figure out their positions for it, it was interesting rain races have always been part of NASCAR mm-hmm. and they will always be part of NASCAR, whether, and, and we've evolved with, with, with the, the, the wet weather tires that got us a head start at, at Chicago, yep. got us a little bit further down the road, even though it was a shortened event. Um, but watching radar, has been a part of crew chief's job since there's been radar uh prior to that it was calling flight service prior to that it was this prior to that um the bottom line is is this is this is part of the sport and when you hit the halfway mark we all know what the rules are yep. just a matter of trying to execute and 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 deal with mother nature
0: yeah what a great show what a great oh, show yeah I mean, up to that point we, we we got a race worth of action in in 180 whatever it was laps yeah. but uh um you know it's the place is starting to get slick Yeah, it's uh it didn't race like daytona or talladega it was more handling i thought guys that you, you saw in qualifying guys couldn't hold it wide open right. several guys you know missed it by that um but then we uh we saw that the, you had to make the call right he, i really thought brad keselowski was probably the best car there right um and, and showed that i think uh I think the Fords were really good, which we all expected that their speedway stuff has been pretty good this year. Sure. Um, But Brad, Brad stayed out, stayed for the stage win um, and drove back to sixth. So I I think a good effort, but a, a lot of savvy crew chiefs watching that weather, knowing that when that, that pick, that call came, the caution came early before stage two, they could get
1: themselves in a window and, and. Randall Burnett being one of them. Right. Randall was one of them. We're going to talk to Randall on a program uh, here today. He is our guest. Rudy Fugel was another one. And to, when I look at that twenty four team, I think it's been a fascinating year for that team because they've, they've won four times now and they've done it a variety of different ways. William always is driving the cars well, Hendrick always prepares good race cars, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I think this one here, and we've had some where they've won the battle off from Pit Road at the end of the race, we've had that. This one here was kind of a never give up mindset when the world was crumbling down around them, and it was crumbling down. It did not look good for a while, I'm telling you, Rudy Fugel rallied the troops, rallied the driver, put mm-hmm. themselves in a spot, and then the driver went up and took the lead at the end. This, to me, this was a championship-caliber performance from this team.
0: And this is a championship-caliber team agree. this year. I think last year, as we looked at this, I, I, I actually, going inter, into the playoffs last year, I thought they'd exit the playoffs early. They, they had won early. They'd had a couple of races that they, that they won really early, but their summer stretch was really, they were non-existent, And then come playoff time, First playoff race, they snapped right back to it in the form that you saw them to begin. This year has been that form all the way through. If you look at it, there are points leader. They've got the most wins with four, and there are points leader with a sixty point penalty this year. <laughs> yeah, if it, if, well, I right. mean, they would have almost a hundred point lead if they didn't have a penalty. Um, so, this team, I think, is is really setting themselves up to be the, the they're the leader in the clubhouse, and and I feel like. They're the most probable right now
1: to run through the playoffs. My gosh, good stuff, that's for sure. Speaking of playoffs, bubble watching. And uh, we are into bubble watching. And if you're Daniel Suarez, crew chief, Travis Mack, and Michael McDowell, McDowell crew chief, Travis Peterson, boy, that 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 strategy, those top five finishes, they uh-huh. came in really, really handy for those teams and moved them in. But, but, I mean, we're not there yet, but, but in is better than out. <laughs> they, they are both on the bubble because they're tied in points, tied right? Points is but different. they're only, what, three points ahead of 17th. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah and, and really, I still look at it. I don't feel like either one of them can feel like they control their destiny because we've got enough opportunities yeah. for people outside of the top wow. 20 with Indy Road Course coming up, with Watkins Glen coming up, with Daytona as the final regular season race. I... You don't want to be on that bubble. I, I don't know that I don't know that Chris Busher and, and Brad Kislowski feel comfortable right now. They
1: to me, to me, when you look at it, because there's so many good cars outside that would jump, that would move the bubble and, and and throw Daniel Suarez and Michael McDowell in there as as possible race winners. Yes. I think that they, they could win also. But throw them in there. I would be, if I'm Brad and, and Christopher, I'm like, I'm, I'm not resting totally comfortable on them. If they win, I feel all right about it because it, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But
0: you've got three left. Right. So I, I don't, I think Chris Buescher feels good. And, you know, I was looking at this. Chris Buescher is on such a run right now. Yeah. Chris Buescher was the bubble guy when Chase Elliott first came back That's at right. Martinsville. He's 11th in points now.
1: Is, what's, you mentioned Chase Elliott. I mean, they're. I don't know. I'm not, I, I I thought when he came back, I said, well, surely they're going to win a race and make it in. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, I feel like Hendrick started out the season like on a oh, tear. Yeah. They were by far I think that's really where, good. I think that's what I, I feel figured, like. I yeah. feel like the garage has caught up. Yeah. Because really you look at it. Yeah. Rudy Fugel won this weekend. Not the best car. No. Not the best car that's at all.
1: The, I think that's a concern to me is that there's there's a couple of teams that seem to be week in and week out better.
0: And I don't feel like, I mean, Kyle Larson was dominant start to season. I don't feel like he and, he and Cliff have been as great as they needed to yeah. be. I, so. I just... I feel like that mm. program is. I think they're still very good. Oh gosh, yes. I, they're just not you, exceptional. You at just
1: this point. you and and you just yeah. said you just said the the way Rudy and William are performing, they're probably the odds-on favorite. So yes, give them that. But other teams have caught them. Yeah, and, and it, I think it, if you're chased, that's a that's a concern because if 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 you're head and shoulders above everybody, then getting a the win. But if yeah. you're equal with a bunch of others, I think it's challenging.
0: We've got great opportunities
1: coming up for oh, Chase. Yet no, no. you're right. I mean, yeah, you, you look yeah. at it.
0: I mean, I. I I, I, yeah. I'm not writing him off.
1: Yeah, no. No, we talk about this one's road courses, with one's super speed. Well, we've got seven great opportunities for Chase. He's that good. Yeah. That team is that good. Yeah. And we could be sitting here with two wins going into the playoffs saying, boy, we were worried about nothing yep. when we talked about it back here in middle part of July. Um, do you want to give – okay, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. One other attaboy. J.J. Yaley and yeah. Jerry Kelly at Rick Ware Racing, a seventh-place finish. This is what I love about these style of races because I cannot imagine what the shop was like on Monday morning. This is a people business, motivation. Those guys at Rick Ware Racing work their guts out. We know that the smaller teams, they probably work their guts out more than the big teams work their guts out, Mm -hmm. which is... is, Yes. Yes, exactly. J.J. Yaley's first top 10 since Daytona 2013, that's 10 years for J.J. Yaley, Jerry Kelly, his first year as a crew chief, first career top ten, love that.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome story, Awesome Good stuff. story, and that's part of what this Atlanta package does. Mm-hmm. Brings yeah. opportunities for people, and they uh, they manage to race very well and put themselves in a position and, and a great
1: top ten finish. Great top ten finish for sure. So kudos to everyone up at Rick. Ware racing? Another one with top ten. Let's get get to him. What did I miss? Randall Burnett. yeah, oh, Randall, yes, okay, Randall Burnett. Yeah, Kyle. Boy, they're they're Kyle Busch and Randall Burnett. What a pairing this has been! And we're going to talk to Randall here uh, on the program today. We're gonna we're gonna chat with him as far as uh, how that's gone. And and really, the last two weeks they've come out with top five finishes, uh, recovering from all kinds of stuff. But again, I think, like I said to Rudy Fugel, I think recovering from missteps and problems is a great quality if you're running for a championship. Yes. Yes. He's another one I put my championship. He's another one. There we go. Well, we've got two of Todd's four right now. I already figured out. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's what we're going to do. Random Burnett after that top five finish down in Atlanta. We'll talk to him next.
0: With his own nicotine pouches.
1: Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Todd Gordon and Steve Post. And let's go right to the Zoom call. Joining us from Upper Richard Childress Racing, Crew Chief for Kyle Busch on the Chevy Camaros up there. The number eight car, Randall Burnett, joins us. Hello, Randall. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It is great. Great to catch up with you, that's for sure. Uh, Randall, kind of want to start big picture with you Two-thirds mark, 60% of the season. I'm not sure where we're at with the math. Your combination with Kyle Busch, just kind of assess how you guys have been, what you guys are working on, the goods, the bads, the uglies, everything that's been up there with that eight car.
2: Yeah, I think overall it's it's been pretty successful for us. Obviously, we've got some wins and, um, you know, a handful of top fives and, and a lot of top tens. Um, you know, I think there's definitely some more room for improvement for us. So uh, we got to clean up some things. Got to get a little bit better with our short track program and, and find what Kyle needs on those. We've those kind of been our um, Achilles heel, if you'd, you'd say, and um, our intermediate program's been really good. The, the super speedway stuff's been really good. So um, and, and ran really well on the road courses. So, um, you know, we just kind of kind of clean up uh, some details, I feel like uh, just just, you know, some communication things. Um, you know, just some execution things. And, and I think we're in a, a fairly good spot.
0: Yeah. I, I I would say that I look back at it last seven points races, uh, all top tens for you guys and, and competitive top fives in there are several of them as well. Um, just talk about how that, that chemistry between you and a new driver, you know, how, how does that build and, and how do you feel you are and how much do you feel you've got to go?
2: Well, I, I still feel like we're building on that. Um, you know, Kyle came in, we spent a lot of time together this winter, you know, I me mean, getting to know him a little bit um, and, and vice versa. And, um, you know, he's very detail oriented and he, he come in, he's like, hey, how's your process for doing this? How's your process for doing this? What do we do about this? What do we do about this? And he's he's really pushed us to be better. Um, and, and honestly, that's kind of what we needed up here. We needed some, you know, a little bit of leadership to help us with some of that stuff and, and a new way of looking at things. Um, and he's brought a lot of that to the table. So. Uh, I feel like he's elevated our game for sure. He's certainly uh, kept me on my toes, um, but I, I think it's been good. I think our communication's good. I, I feel like we get along pretty well, um, you know, and I, and I feel like he believes in what we're doing.
1: There are – a handful of elite drivers. Todd and I talked about this a little bit. Todd's had the privilege of working with a couple of them, uh, you know, with, with, with Brad Keselowski, i say Joey Logano, really, really good elite level caliber drivers. You had shared with me earlier this year, it's like, man, I'd watch Kyle Busch from afar, but I now know what I didn't know. You, you mentioned the details in the preparation, race weekend. What else does he bring to the table that puts him in that, in that top five, top three category of elite drivers?
2: Oh man it's just uh just the way his mind works it's it's really funny like he just uh He's always racing. Like he's always thinking about how to make something better, how, how we can be more efficient at, at doing something. Um, you know, he's always looking. And he'll just be tech, like, he'll text me at 9, 10 o'clock at night. Hey, what about this? Or hey, what about that? You know what I mean? So like, it, it's just, it's all the time with him. He gets something in his mind. He, he starts communicating about it. it. Doesn't really matter what time of night it is. We just, uh, we talk about it and, and try to make things better. And um, it's nice to have somebody, you know, with that kind of experience and that, you know, that kind of success saying, Hey, have you ever thought about this? Or, Hey, have you ever thought about that? It's uh, it's nice. It's refreshing. And, and I think it helps us a lot.
0: You, you talk about that and, I, and you see it. It's one of the things he's known for. Well, I'll bring up one instance though. You've had a fair amount of speeding penalties because of that racing everywhere piece, right? Trying to get every bit out of it. How do you guys work through that and get to the point where you can race at 99%, not, not 101?
2: Yeah, we're obviously still working on that. We've had a few speeding penalties this year, so um, you know, like Nate does a great job. Our, our engineer, he, him and Kyle work really hand in hand on all that. He's uh, and, and, and Kyle's one of the best on pit road. But mm-hmm. when you're when you're one of the best on pit road, just like Denny, you, you get a lot of speeding penalties because you're right there on the edge. And so um, they're working through that. We've we've done a better job. Um, it certainly hurt us a couple times this year. I think we came in leading at Dover and and got a speeding penalty, and that kind of set our set the rest of the Tone for our day, and um so we just kind of got to minimize those mistakes, kind of kind of weigh out the risk versus reward at some of those places, and, and do a little bit better job of of managing that. I,
0: I want to reach back, and, and I want to reach back to something you said in the first piece because I looked at it. I feel like you want it California. Uh, I would say a higher speed intermediate fall off t- track, um, Talladega, and, and you said your short track package needs work, but you want a gateway. I would think that some of the short track tendencies play there. I guess it's a little faster arrow-wise, but talk about your strengths across all three. Uh, you, you said weak at short tracks. I, I don't necessarily see that, I think, with that gateway win, but your take?
2: Well, I think, uh, you know, the gateway win, um, we had a great car there. Um, started out in practice, we were okay, and, and we we did a lot of communicating and made a lot of good adjustments throughout the weekend the the thing with the gateway deal is it it is that intermediate aero package right so um that's the one that's the one caveat that's yeah race is like a short track but it's still the kind of the intermediate package aero package that we've we've had some success with so um you know, I think the the balance of that short track package is kind of maybe throwing us for a little bit of a loop to try to kind of get that aligned up with with where we need to be mechanically, and just just find the feel for him at places like Richmond and in Phoenix and in those places we haven't haven't been all that great yet. So um, that's something we're working hard on on our end, trying to sort out and. and we'll get another go this weekend up.
1: Well, there we go and let's talk a little bit about that. Uh we've got seven races now before we get into the playoffs. You guys three wins, you're obviously locked in as far as that goes. What what do you what do you need to do? What do you, what do you want to do as far as these next seven races go and, and and specifically in the short term Loudon, what's the uh what's the game plan heading to there?
2: Oh, we need to, we need to keep our momentum going. We need to, like I said, build on our short track program. We got Loudon and Richmond a few weeks later, I believe. So um, those two races for us are going to be big to set us up for, you know, the playoffs we got uh, Martinsville and obviously Phoenix at the end of the year um, coming up in there. So we want to take everything we can learn at, at, at Loudon and Richmond and try to try to get that part sorted out, try to try to work on our weak link of, of what we feel like our season's been. And then we want to score as many stage points and, and, um, and try to try to, you know, we're within reach of winning that uh, the regular season championship. Like it's not it's not out of the realm for us to be there. So uh, we want to take and capitalize everything we can try to put a full fledged effort into into doing that. And, and with that, scoring as many race wins or, or as many stage wins as we can to, to kind of build up that buffer and that that point uh, that you need going into the playoffs. Yeah, you talked about you talk about that. Those playoff points. A lot of people miss that
0: 15 points for the regular season champion, right? That's a big, big bonnie to go after. Um, you talked about the short track stuff and, and wanting to work on that. And then NASCAR is going to work on that short track package this weekend. You're not going to be part of that test, but I'm sure you've got some of the information, and one of your uh, supported teams and colleagues is going for that test, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so we got colleg going to that test. Um, you know, they're they're good partners of us. We we do all of our meetings with them, share a lot of information with them. So um, you know, we work really good together with with Trent and, and Matt and, and everybody there at college. And um, so we'll definitely be keeping a close eye on what they're doing up there, take all their feedback and and see if we can uh learn anything from that test. I, I don't know what NASCAR's plans are. It doesn't sound like they're gonna change that for this year. Um, you know, but there's no telling. They, they're, they've been known to do crazier things. So, um, you know, we'll just see how that test goes. I think if it's
1: a smashing success, then, you know, maybe they'll do something different. I don't know. It is. it's it's challenging that's for sure It really is to to, to, to watch and to, to to see how they go and and because the reality of it is is we it is something we need to work on mm-hmm. it's been a challenge no doubt about it the short track and even the road courses as far as that goes um, I want I, I, I kind of want to go back and, and and tie in a little bit to uh, to, um, to 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 that with a colleague and the entire thing globally RCR that campus up there amazes me you see Xfinity cars from from different teams rolling down through there that that has got to be a pretty neat place to work to see all the race cars and the the integration of all of the teams up there
2: well yeah i mean we've got you know we've got the 48 xfendi car on campus over here that's they're in our old engineering building across the street here from our main main building and then college got two uh two buildings here up on campus we've got all ecr up here um obviously the museums here which is really cool that was the original building here that that they got started in on on this part of the campus um so yeah it's a it's a cool place to drive into every morning You cross the railroad tracks and you come in there and see the see the museum see a lot of cool cars in the windows up there and it just uh you know they've done a great job rc's done a great job of, of building this place and and really taking it and 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 working with the alliance teams helping other teams getting going and Um, you know, he's done that for a long time. And it's really impressive to see, see it grow and and be a part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's, it's bigger than just your, uh, your two two cars there (laughs) when you bring all that data and, and, and your partners and the people that you support that, that, that becomes a little bit more data. It's, it's impressive to see kind of how that whole vision has come forward. Um, I want to go back to last week and and actually the last two weeks, we've had two shortened races. One, you, you found out, part way through at Chicago that you, you cut twenty five laps off of it. But but bigger yet, the unknowns last week. We had a rain shortened race. Talk about the thoughts and preparations and how you handle basically from end of stage one to end of race, watching the weather and how all that kind of interaction happens with you and the engineers and, and the drivers.
2: Yeah, so uh it's been an eventful uh been eventful two weeks for the eight car here, though, the last couple of weeks. Uh, Chicago obviously we got to the tire barrier pretty early and, um, you know, kind of got behind the eight ball on that a little bit. Um, so, you know, we, we right from then we were like, okay, well, how are what what's our opportunities going to be? So, uh, we we pitted every chance we got just to kind of see like the guys that were leading, they weren't going to pit. So we kind of took the opposite end of that and just kind of trying to trying to work it out and, um, You know, myself and my spotter Derek, and then our engineers, we got talking on the other channel are like, hey, man, like, we're, we're, f- 35 40 laps into this and we're almost two hours in there's only about an hour and 20 minutes of daylight left what we're we going to do here and so uh that's when we got to thinking man we need to do something something different to try to grab some track position here because we're really running out of time and and we saw that there was going to be a potential for that um so we had a caution come out there at chicago and was able to take advantage of that came in pitted that got us to where we could go to lap 85 not knowing what to expect Mm -hmm. right but we were just okay well we don't think it's going to go to 100. We can get ourselves to lap 85 maybe that'll be enough and then not long after that that was when uh you know nascar came in and said hey we're gonna we're gonna run to 75 because of darkness and we we're like well that was a win so um <laughs> so we were able to take advantage of that you know a lot of those guys in the lead, did it you know hadn't pitted and and didn't want to give up their track position rightfully so so that was kind of a you know one of those deals we've seen that happen at loudon before it happened a couple of years ago i think when Am- eric amarola won a couple of years ago up there um you know with just uh, getting started late or, or rain delay or whatever so um and then this weekend kind of similar kind of deal we got kind of behind the eight ball got kind of involved in some stuff and um was kind of had a really good car just just wasn't making the progress we'd start making progress and then you know kind of something would happen we'd get shuffled out or, or we kind of got together got got up in the wall with the 42 car there at one point and, and lost a bunch of track position and um so we were just we were just watching the rain and um caution came out at lap one twenty five and I was like, Well let's come in and pit and see how long we can go. And I think we were good to like two ten or something and um had the help of a couple extra cautions in there to slow slow the lap count down. And uh and unfortunately it got there around whatever lap one eighty five or whatever it was when we ended there. So um, you know, just kind of trying to take advantage, thinking outside of the box when you get into into a position like that and your back's against the wall it's like okay we got to start thinking about how to do something different
0: what kind of information do you have in a weather situation like that radar wise or what kind of resources do you have to kind of estimate the timing of of rain coming
2: well we've got all kinds of radar uh all kinds of different radars we got the radar from nascar we we use weather we got andy petrie on the box which is a avid you know pilot so he's always on top of the weather anyway so he's always telling me what's going on as well so um a lot of communication with the guys back in the war room they're keeping an eye on it so uh we had about 47 different uh weather apps going i think the other night to kind of determine None knowing which one of them was
1: going to be right, but all of them were kind of, kind of pointing in the same direction. My money's on Petrie. I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm, my money's on Petrie. I'm telling you, that guy, he's seen it all, done it all, and, and done everything. Hey, you mentioned, uh, Todd, guy. you talk about Chicago Land. In your past, you were a crew chief on the Xfinity Series, and one of your drivers was a racer by the name of Ben Kennedy. Well, Ben yeah. is no longer a racer. He is very he's uh Lisa Kennedy Francis' son. So yeah. in the in the hierarchy of NASCAR, one of the guys that had his fingerprints all over Chicago and a lot of the changes. Do you do you interact with Ben as a former crew chief driver? Kinda what's your take on him now that he's climbed out of the driver's seat? He seems to still have a pretty big impact on what we're all doing around here.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Ben's uh Ben's done a great job with his role, transitioning into into his role, you know, he wanted to be a race car driver and he, he did a great job, man. We had, uh, he ran that two car for us um, when I first got over to RCR and uh, you know, we had some really good races. Loudon was one of the really good races we had. Um, We had a shot at winning road America with him and kind of got spun and, and uh, didn't get to finish that one off, but uh, had some really, really good races with Ben and, uh, he's a lot of fun to be around a uh, great guy and yeah, I still talk to him a lot every time I see him, you know, we, we talk and, and interact and, uh, he's just a great person, great ambassador for the sport. And I, I'm really proud of the role he's, he's kind of worked his way into and, and doing for NASCAR. It's, uh, it's great. Um, I think he's, you know, one of the, one of the brains behind some of these things like the Coliseum, the short, uh, the Chicago deal. Uh, all that i think you know i think it's great seeing them step outside their box and getting somewhere they're they're not comfortable and doing something different to see how it goes to to get their fans interacting
1: yeah really is fun stuff that's for sure always fun catching up with you randall no doubt about it uh oh i did say final question but i do have one more i saw you on instagram you and your wife dancing to wagon wheel where'd you learn how (laughs) to dance my man you you've got some pretty good steps there
2: well, I got to keep her happy too, you know, so we, uh, we went for Sonoma. We went uh, a little bit early, um, uh, went out on Wednesday afternoon and got to go and went to, went, did some wine tasting. So I might've had a glass or two of wine on that, on that train. We took the uh, train through Napa there, the oh, wine train. And, God, yeah. Um, so that was us dancing on the wine train. So we were having a good time. We were on our way back. So we, we had a lot of fun that trip. It was great to, to have her go and um, got to hang out with R.C. out there and, and go to Camus and a few places out there with him, and it was cool. It
1: was cool indeed. Cool indeed, that's for sure. Randall, we wish you the best throughout the balance of the year. I know we'll talk to you again down the road, but uh, congratulations on the great run to the season so far, and thanks for joining us here on Crew Call.
2: Yeah, thanks. I'll make sure I get some fries and send you a picture of them tonight from Millbridge.
1: Mil- to oh, the Millbridge fries, the Millbridge French fries, the best <laughs> fries on the planet. I always tweet about it and that sort of thing. I'm not there. Randall will be there. He's going to taunt. See, I tweet and Sarah, he's taunting is what he's doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Sounds good, Randall. Good catching up with you, man. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for having me on. There we go. Randall Burnett joining us up at Richard Childress Racing. Stay with us more in just a moment. Welcome back. It is crew call here on the Motor Racing Network. Always enjoy uh, conversations with Randall Burnett. Enjoy him here on crew call. One of the guys I go to in the pits a lot to talk about whether it's short track racing, French fries at Millbridge, or kids racing, or <laughs> Cup Series in the garage area. Just one of the really, really good people in that garage.
0: Yeah, definitely is. Definitely is. And love the pairing. Yeah, I. I we said this in the beginning of the year. Yeah. I felt this way. I thought there'd be multiple wins here. It came earlier than I thought to start with, but. Definitely one of the guys that I think is the leaders for the, for the championship 4 we'll see what it all plays out and into Randall's piece. He's got a little bit, he's got a couple opportunities to, to tune up that short track package coming at Loudon this weekend. And then Richmond here
1: before we get to the playoffs. it's gotta be a real blessing. If you will, to be tuning up a short pack, short track package, as opposed to scratching and clawing your way in.
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know he talked about it. He Still wants to chase, the uh, regular season championship, and, and I think that gets lost on a lot of people. It's The, the points payout mm-hmm. for the regular season points thing is 15 points for the champion, 10 for second, 8 for third, then single digits down from there to 10. Um, so there's a, there's a playoff point bounty there to go grab, and, and race wins do that too. They're five points apiece, but that,
1: that regular season championship is definitely a goal for him. No doubt. In range, that's for sure. Loudon, the magic mile up there in New Hampshire, flat one mile racetrack. You're a crew chief going up there. What are things you're looking at with the weekend, the race duration, the track? What things are you What things are you looking at, crew chief?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a shorter, you know, it's, it's, and yeah. we're, we are that way. A lot of short tracks now, but it's a shorter race. You don't have a lot of time for recovery. Uh, trying to figure out two tires versus four. If you remember last year, Martin Truex and Kevin Harvick, two best cars there. They took two on the last stop and Christopher Bell took four and beat him with it. So I, it's a place that two does play for a while. Um, I think, you know, strategy calls there, it's flat. It's, it's almost negatively banked down there on the very bottom exiting turn two. If you can get drive off of there, Mm. that's, that's big, but you got to stay secure enough getting in the corner. So, uh, a really unique racetrack, a really cool racetrack and, and, uh, something that, you know, another data point for these guys to, to figure out these, this, this lower down for short track packages Randall talked about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. When we wrap up the cup series race on sunday there are a number of teams staying at new hampshire um it's been and 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 an we actually referenced it with randall it's been no secret that short tracks and road courses has not been what we've wanted it to be with this generation of race car um what are you hearing what do we expect what are you what do you think that we're going to see out of that test
0: yeah the little bit i've heard and I, i'm not i'm not utterly like involved in this piece but the, the pieces i've heard and the rumblings i've heard they're looking at less downforce and actually taking like all the front down force away with the splitter wow. and making it where the trail car then doesn't have a negative to it because it doesn't the, the lead car doesn't have a bunch of front down force that you're losing when you get in that dirty air. Because yeah. all of the, the all the down force is made with that air coming underneath the car. And when you're in trail, especially when you get to within a two car length, one car length, that air becomes dirty, disturbed, right. and it doesn't work for you. So uh, they're looking at i think less downforce yet and especially front and uh and getting these things where the trail car is more equal to what the lead car mm-hmm. is by by the lead car having less yes. yet so we'll we'll see where it all goes i'm sure they have got different iterations yeah. different amounts of uh of downforce they're going to work with here but that direction hasn't been wrong to go lower down right. it's not been like the save all so far so far but Let's see where they go to with this. Yeah. And it'll be fun to see where these guys get in a couple day tests.
1: Yeah, we'll be cool. That's for sure. That test session is after uh, the races. That's Monday and Tuesday. There's uh, teams from Chevy, from Ford, and Toyota all included in I, that.
0: I think six cars total. Yeah. So there's a lot of data points. There's a lot of opportunity for for information here. And and this isn't for this year. Right. NASCAR has said this is all investigation for what the 2024 yeah. package will look
1: like. Yeah. So, fun stuff, for sure. Lots and lots of good stuff happening across the NASCAR landscape. Our friends at Performance Racing Network will have all the coverage, NASCAR Xfinity Series and NASCAR Cup Series racing up at New Hampshire gives us a chance though, to talk about all the great programs we have here on MRN. NASCAR Live, our Tuesday night tradition, Mike Bagley and the cast and crew of MRN all carrying on and bringing the sport to color or bringing the sport to life. NASCAR Live Wide Open, that is a podcast version that is on Thursday. That's NASCAR Live plus some more. NASCAR Coast to Coast and look at the roots of NASCAR, Wing Nation, we talk sprint car racing there on Wing Nation and of course this is Crew Call and uh share like Uh, if you see something you see or you like on one of the MRN programs, drop a note on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter and spread the gospel. That's how things are promoted these years, and we do appreciate it across the board here. So uh, good stuff, and uh, let's see, we do New Hampshire, PRN does it, and then Pocono. Yeah. Quadruple coverage at Pocono, Arca, Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. Yeah,
0: I can't wait to get there.
1: Man, I can't either. Going to be good stuff. Good time of the year, that's for sure. Hey, we appreciate Randall Burnett joining us here on Crew Call. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us this week here on the show.